Hi, Yoko. Hi, Kate. This is episode 31 of So Where, of so where Are You, you From? from? Sup? <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Yoko? I'm great. Thank you. Uh, we should mention that Kate is not in the room today. Kate is actually in L.A., uh, and we're on yeah. the phone, Google yeah. Hangouts ing. Thanks so much, Google, for sponsoring this podcast. Thanks, <laughs> like, Google, for the sponsorship money that we don't have. Um, that we thanks, don't have. thanks, Google, for this free product that we didn't pay for in exchange mm-hmm. for all of our personal information. Yes, and privacy. And privacy. We Great. love you. Yeah, small, <laughs> small price to pay to, to get this podcast out the door. Exactly. Um, Anyway, Kate, how are you doing? I'm not doing too bad. Um, I'm working from LA, hanging out with my family. Uh, we had a couple health things kind of come up without getting like too morbid about it. I just like being around my family and being on the East Coast, I think sometimes is the most difficult part is just being so far away from them and feeling like I can't help them with like, you know, simple things that would be easier to do if I was closer, but yeah, that's why I'm here now. Very lucky to have a job that supports me working remotely, getting it done from across the country. Honestly, I feel slightly more productive. So (laughs) (laughs) why? Because you don't have to be running around going to meeting rooms or have people stop by your desk just to talk. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's just, I think it's just like not having to worry about being late to meetings and just showing up in the room and being like, all right, cool. Here's my update rather than realizing it's on the eighth floor and I'm on the third. And And I'm like, like, Oh God. (laughs) Nice. What's the weather like out there? Dude, it is hot as fuck out here, man. It's like in the nineties. It's been like dry AF heat. I've been hanging out with my grandma, taking her on fun little day adventures and stuff. One of them was to the Marciano art foundation, which is this old Masonic temple that was turned into this contemporary art space and honestly in the parking lot like wheeling my grandma's uh wheeling my grandma around like it's just like it was so hot I was like I feel like I'm running for shade and then the next day we took her to Echo Park and again I was just like oh man is grandma okay with this heat and she was like no this is so nice oh my gosh look at all the flowers (laughs) I was like okay great cool I don't know if you feel this way Kate but I can't stand cold anymore and I you can't stand cold yeah I feel like it's I feel like I'm like aging to the point where my tolerance for cold is just like just like diminishing every day I'm really actually <laughs> afraid for winter now I don't know what's gonna happen I might Aww. freeze <laughs> you know I was telling somebody that I was really glad that I moved to New York when I was like relatively young I was like 24 mm-hmm. and now I'm 30 and I was like, I'm glad I moved when my bullshit tolerance was high because <laughs> it just kind of <laughs> your tolerance kind of decreases over time. But like, I would still say that my bullshit tolerance is higher than most other people in most other places. Okay, that's fair. But then, yeah. yeah. So I feel like it has made me stronger, tougher skin for show. Yeah, I feel like my my bullshit tolerance is. I feel like you know. So if we were to like think about my level of tolerance for bullshit also diminishing with age, I feel like my tolerance for bullshit that is unrelated to New York is disproportionately just like flying out the window. It's just like, oh God. New York, like I can probably deal with like smelly summer streets. I could probably deal with like vermin at night, not in my apartment. Thank God. I can probably deal with mm-hmm. like tourists or something. But when it comes to 
talking to like conservative relatives or like other things that don't happen uh, in New York that often. I or like traffic. Actually, that happens. Mm-hmm. In New York. I just feel like I'm. I will not. I. I think I'm basically trapping myself in New York. Like I won't be able to leave. Like if I live somewhere oh, else, I'll probably, I'll probably also wither and die. <laughs> no. Well, I think withering and dying is something that we all share universally, no matter where we are. Yeah, no matter but what, yeah. <laughs> you will probably wither and die. Dude, <sighs> I'm going to be in town for Cupid, which is past guest Ken oh Kemwell's new party. Maybe this is a good time for some swatting up in here. Yeah. But I'm going to Cupid tomorrow. I'm very excited. Oh it's going to be in God, Chinatown. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Yes, I've called up all four of my LA friends and told them to come. <laughs> four of my remaining friends come through, support my buddy Ken. Yeah, but yeah, it's gonna be fun. I can't wait to see what the vibe is like and how different it is. But it's gonna be in Chinatown, and Chinatown is another place that I like totally did not explore as a child. Wow, that I'm like learning now is where the cool kids hang out. Dang, wait, should we do it? Let's do a swatting on Ken. Yeah. Ken was our guest on maybe like episode four, I think. Four or five. Four or five. Um, Yeah. And at the time, he was a motion graphics artist at Riot Games. Oh, my God. I can't even remember. Yep. Um, Yep. Yeah. And he had he, along with a couple other DJs, had started uh, a DJ party that was monthly uh, in L.A. called 143. And just recently he branched out into to do his own thing uh it's called cupid yes if i if i remember what ken said he said that 143 was originally supposed to be like a slow jams like dj night and i feel like i really enjoyed the recent 143s that i've been to but it definitely doesn't feel like only slow jams anymore it feels like ratchet hip-hop a lot of times yeah we've shown up at like the parties in new york when they've come through yeah and i mean it's a good time but there was one time where we mixed up the rooms of the parties because it bled over there was like another thing happening that was a similar genre yeah and no shade but ken wasn't there and that other room was way better (laughs) yeah yeah i felt it i was just like oh this this is this is pretty tight but this doesn't really like the vibe didn't feel like one four three, and then we were like, "Oh, it's because one four three is happening in the other room." <laughs> we really like the yes. other music, so can we go back there? But yeah, Ken doing his own thing. Congrats, good luck at Cupid. Yeah, I'll report back and let you know how it goes. Oh my god! Oh my god! Speaking of other, so where are they now? Yeah. So I bought a five class package for. House of Movement. Oh shit! So, well, you quickest. Will see... So where are they now? Turn around. <laughs> yes, I haven't taken a class yet. I was supposed to take a class this Thursday, but you know, I had to go to LA pretty unexpectedly, and I will tell you how that goes. But I bought the classes. Wow, you bought five intention. classes. Yeah. If if I don't end up using them, you know, I'm supporting Robes and Paul and their art. It's just like a, a an endowment of sorts. But I I kind of want to use them. I, I don't know. We'll see. Come to class. I will. I'm just very, I'm very nervous. I know that Robes and Paul are the nicest guys, but I'm just like, oh my God, everyone's going to know what a huge spaz I am. No. Everyone's going to know. <laughs> no, no. The vibe is so different. It's like so chill. Everyone is really nice. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's okay, Kate. You'll be fine. Yeah. 
You know, I didn't mention this when Robes and Paul were, we were interviewing them last time because I was just so intimidated and flustered by the fact that Paul said that he had, he had studied like Latin ballroom. But the first two years that I lived in New York, I took salsa dancing lessons. Yeah. And yeah. So, and it's just like one of those things where it is a bit different because uh, partner dancing, you really are reading another person versus like choreography. You got to memorize all that shit yourself. Am I codependent, Yoko? Am I a codependent dancer? Do I need a man to be able to know how to dance? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like just their dance comes in so many different forms and one thing that i know that i probably am not that good at is like any sort of pair dancing because i know that i uh i can't follow yeah i can't follow the end (laughs) (laughs) you know what's funny is so trey is hispanic but Mm -hmm. and he knows how to kind of like move in time to the beat yeah but he doesn't know formalized moves or anything so he Mm -hmm. took me out dancing once it was very sweet but he was just like, you have to lead. I was like, I don't know how to lead. Oh, my God. <laughs> then I was just like, OK, I'll try my best. But leading is really, really difficult because you have to really like direct another person like with your hands and your movements to kind of like shoot them. Like my arms are kind of whipping right now, but you have to like shoot their arms out to the side to indicate that they need to turn around. Yeah. And then there are times in like salsa where men are physically kind of like um, – pulling at different parts of like your body, not in like a gross way, but just to like indicate, come this way, come this way, turn this way, turn that way. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh dang, without a strong leader, this dance doesn't really hold up as much. Yeah. I am definitely a person who can't, who like, I don't understand the cues and I just don't do the things when even like, even I, I can totally feel like my, my body like moving in the opposite direction as it's supposed to like I can feel the resistance and I'm like uh I am meant to dance oh my all by myself <laughs> <laughs> I remember like taking salsa dancing classes when I moved to New York because I lived down the street from this the studio where I ultimately ended up taking classes and I remember walking by and being like that looks so like so much fun mm-hmm. and I want to dance with someone face to face and not just like with my butt on their crotch and then <laughs> by the time I just like start like ended my salsa dancing like escapades after two years I was like I don't know I kind of miss like getting grinded up on like (laughs) (laughs) wow you want to get into some model minorities Yoko (laughs) yeah um my model minority um I mentioned them in passing like really quickly last episode but I really I just want to like give them a proper shout out um my model minority is Lin Yen I think it's Huang um she is an artist, a graphic artist who created the wrong Asian but okay sticker that I bought um, at this at this market I went to. And um, I just saw that her Etsy shop like opened because it was on vacation for a little bit and I wanted to give her a shout out. They sell the wrong Asian Bye. but okay sticker along with a bunch of like other really cool things. And yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. She just like managed to capture I feel like something that Asian people just like feel all the time, like at work, among friends. God, I hope that doesn't happen among your friends, but like maybe. I mean, it happened to us with Jenny, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was thinking when I, I oh, that's so interesting that you thought that. For me, when I think of wrong Asian but okay, that's like when you're confusing, you're being confused with another person just because they're Asian. Oh. But you were thinking, oh, that's so interesting. You were thinking like 
oh, you thought that I was a like not Japanese or something like that. Mm-hmm. Ah, has multiple I think meanings. Either, yeah, it's a multi-dimensional wrong Asian. I've been mixed up for both, like yeah. another person that we work with, and most people just think I'm half. Like for the bajillionth time last week, someone asked me if I was half. Yep. Wow. Uh, shout out to Lin Lin Yen. Uh, love the sticker. I might just go and buy up the rest on her Etsy shop. I mean, I'll buy a few more because I have other things I could use that sticker. (laughs) Yeah. So shout out to Lin, Lin Yen, sometimes referred to as Yenny, according to her Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. We'll put her, we'll put her Insta in our show notes. Cool. Kate, who's your model minority? My model minority is an actress named Maya Erskine. Mm. So, um... I uh, during our hiatus, there has been a lot of good Asian content that's been coming out. So uh, if you know the show, Pen Fifteen, oh my Maya Erskine is the main character in that show. And for those of you who have never seen it, the plot of it is it takes place in the year two thousand one, first day of seventh grade for these two girls. One is half Japanese and half white, and the other one is full white. But they are both. 30 and they're acting next to actual 13 year olds (laughs) and it is fantastic they're just wearing everything from that era like everything is cargo pants and like limited to t-shirts spaghetti tanks or spaghetti (laughs) tanks there's like an episode where they like get their first thong and they're like oh my god so crazy they have it like sticking out the pants like the whale tail and stuff oh Oh my my god God. ew that (laughs) is The reason why she is my model minority is because that is one of the fucking, like, most hilarious shows I have ever seen (laughs) in my entire life. And maybe it's just because it hits so close to home because I was in the seventh grade in the year 2001. Mm -hmm. I I feel like Maya Erskine, the half-Japanese girl, is definitely the main character and the white girl is the sidekick. Yeah, take that. And... (laughs) And it's really cool because her mom, her actual mom, plays her mom on the show. And she speaks Japanese to her the way that my grandma spoke Japanese to me. And, like, something that I thought was really cute was uh, because the two girls are best friends, Maya Erskine teaches, like, the white girl Japanese words. So she'll be like, I got an unchi. I'll be right back. And (laughs) she means I have to go poop. And it's just really funny. I don't know. It just, it's hilariously relatable and, like, shockingly accurate oh my god like you just gotta watch the show it's on hulu major major endorsement because like um maya erskine helps write the show Mm. and it's it's fantastic did you have you must have had japanese classmates did you yes okay yes i would actually argue that like majority of my friends from elementary school and the clique that we kind of stayed with in high school was majority japanese or part japanese interesting I, so I was not, I was probably, I, in seventh grade, I feel like there were maybe a You were friends with Sachi yet? I was friends with Sachi. Um, I feel like there was maybe like a total of two and a half Japanese girls in my grade. And I was the only full Japanese person. Everybody else was half Japanese. And I distinctly remember teaching other people Japanese because nobody else knew. Nobody Mm -hmm. else knew Japanese. Mm -hmm. Rachel... Rachel and I used to say karishi hoshi all the time, which just, <laughs> just means I want a boyfriend. 
which is just like <gasps> so like middle school adorable pathetic <laughs> oh my god that is amazing shout out to my erskine <laughs> All this to say, shout out to Maya Erskine, creator of Pen15, one of the greatest pieces of content, especially if you went to middle school in the early 2000s. I actually had a question for you. So recently, um, my our team, the design team, Kate wasn't around for this, but the design team at Etsy went to go karaoke. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know, Kate, do you have a go-to karaoke song? Oh, fuck yeah. Um, I <laughs> love Don't Speak by No Doubt. Ooh, that's a really good one. Yeah, that one always gets people fired up. Another song where I kill it is Forgot About Dre with Eminem oh. and Dr. Dre. That's the one where you kind of test the room because there's usually, if we're with people our age, there's one other person that knows all the Dr. Dre lyrics or the Eminem lyrics. And I'm like, yeah. Yes. I was listening to Lupe Fiasco this morning and I was like, there are some like really good songs here, but it would be, I would have to practice. Oh yeah. But if I like got them, I would be like so, so proud. Have you ever like queued up a hip hop or a rap song and you're like, I know all of these. And then you're like, oh shit, I actually don't know the second verse to Lose Yourself by Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> Mom Spaghetti. Uh... Mom Spaghetti. Uh, vomit. No. <laughs> that actually happened to me with Rehab with Amy Winehouse. I'm like, I actually don't know this song like at all. And I felt so embarrassed. I was like, oh, man, this could have been such a fun song, but I actually don't know anything aside from the chorus. I recently did um, uh, Case of the X. Oh, nice. That one is really fun. Yeah, it's actually and it's not too repetitive, which is like some songs are like sneakily boring in that way to like sing it. Say my name. Oh, my God. Say no. my name. I used to love that song. And then I sang it one too many times in karaoke. I'm like, I think I've said say my name like 150 times. Yeah, maybe <laughs> more, honestly. Um, yes. Actually, okay. Do you know any? Um, so I've been home chilling with my grandma. Do you know any Enka? No, but I love hearing Enka. Like, I love listening to it. It's like my favorite Kohaku genre because like pop. Japanese pop to me just like sounds really annoying, but Enka is just like so good. Yeah, Enka, for those of you who don't know, is like old Japanese, like, would you say it's like a folk song? Yeah, I guess so. It was like pop in like, it's like oldies. It's like pop in the 50s. Yeah, there's like, and so we've been watching a lot of uh, Enka YouTube. There is one Enka song that I know by heart. Really? Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, can you, I... I want to know an Enka song by heart. Yes, it's um, Amagi Goe by um, Ishikawa Sayuri. Oh. So I know that song by heart. It's like, it's really good. I like, I'll bust that out for you. I only bust it out for, with like a room full of Japanese people. Yo. But yeah, that's my one like, it's like weird flex, but okay. But I don't know. I like weird it. Flex, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm super down for some weird flicks, but okay, karaoke moments. I will bring out okay. some like anime theme songs. Like I know all of the random ass words to like the, the second and third verses of Sailor Moon. Like let's fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The other day, Troy, my roommate and I were talking about M-Flow. Do you remember M-Flow? Ah, hashtag TBT. 
Oh my God. They were great. They were great. Like talk about like early 2000s, Kate, I like discovered that I was Japanese and I was like, I'm gonna listen to all this Japanese music. And, uh, okay. You and me, Kate, we're going to go karaoke. We're going to sing some Enka. We're going to see some Sailor Moon. We're going to sing some Lark and Shiel. We're oh, going to sing some Gude. Gude. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to get into it. We're going to bust out all that early 2000s Japanese shit. Yeah. <laughs> holy, holy crap. And then meanwhile, like Kevin and I'm guessing Victor will probably be there. They'll just be like, uh... what is happening? <laughs> Oh, we didn't talk about my Instapol follow-up. We should maybe do that. Yes. Kate, what can you can you give us like an intro to what you did? Okay. So I'm really fascinated by regional uh, references to things. And that could be like lang- language or accents or whatever. What do you call this? And yeah. my entire life I had I had labored under the assumption that everyone knew that the Chinese grocery store was only known as 99 Ranch. And then it was brought to my attention that there is a contingent of people that say Ranch 99, like a very large contingent of them. And I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was a NorCal thing. I was like NorCal versus SoCal, but I have SoCal friends that say Ranch 99 too, apparently. And anyway, so I put out an Instagram poll that was like, is it Ranch 99 or 99 Ranch? Yeah. And it is like an even distribution. I mean, 99 Ranch one. Also, for what it's worth, 99 Ranch is the domain name if you were to Google it. So it's 99 Ranch once and for all, y'all. Yeah. If you if you Google for Ranch 99, you get a 99 Ranch. Did you mean market. 99 Ranch? If you look at the logo, it's confusing. It is, right? But the, the 99 is bigger, right? So... And the ranch is underneath it, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It just says 99 on this logo. Wait, now I'm confused. I don't even see the ranch anywhere. I guess they have a couple of different lockups that could confuse people. But like when I posted like the results of the survey or the uh, survey, I guess it was like 24 people thought it was 99 ranch and 15 people thought it was ranch 99 and all of the ranch 99 people dm me afterwards and they're like my entire life is a lie oh my god (laughs) okay wait i totally get why okay so i'm google image searching 99 ranch ranch 99 so the logo is 99 with the laurels around it or whatever those leaf things around it and then oh, if you look at a oh. like a store, it, said, yes. it says ranch oh and market gosh. on either side. Yup. Oh, my gosh. That's why. Okay. So oh, maybe my God. I went, I went to one where the 99 was always above the ranch. And now I see what you're seeing where the ranch is like the 99 is in the middle of the ranch, the ranch on the market. So yeah. it literally reads ranch 99 market. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, is such, that is such a a design flaw. Like, why would you do that? There, did I don't know. I I can't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now wow. I understand your confusion, people. I totally get it now. But yeah, it's a uh, ninety nine ranch. So, wow. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is ninety nine ranch market <laughs> dot com. Uh, shout out to 99 Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I learned something new today. It just shows you, man, like design means things. Yeah. 
it makes a difference where you put that 99. Yeah. You just confused a bunch of Asian people. What are you doing, man? <laughs> Confusing your base about what your place is even called. Wait, can you say the numbers again? It was 99 Ranch 24, Ranch 99 15. That's like a pretty sizable division. Number of respondents. Yeah. Respondents. Yeah. 62% to 38%. Wow. Definitely there was a design mistake that happened. This is a design yeah, mistake. Yeah. I think I put out another one that was like, is it lychee or is it lychee? Oh, what happened and there? That one was 55% to 45%. Lychee is the winner. Whoa. Yeah, but it was real close. That's it was, close. This one, this one didn't get a lot, as many votes as I thought it would get. So it was like 12 for lychee and 10 for lychee. Whoa. Wait, do you see? Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's a correlation. Okay, so it looks like lychee got a lot of Japanese Americans in here. That makes sense. Because in Japanese, it's lychee. Correct. Lychee, we have zero Japanese Americans who say, nope, there's one Japanese American person who says lychee. Oh, interesting. The rest we have Chinese, Indian, white, Chinese, white, Hispanic, Persian, Hispanic, and black. I'll say lychee and then... The other ones are like Japanese, 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 Jenny Acosta. Um, Shout out to Jenny Indian. Acosta. Shout out to Jenny. And Japanese, Japanese, half Japanese. <laughs> oh, my God. Lychee is a Japanese thing. I Maybe. think so. It's like a Japanese slash Hawaii thing because I think in Hawaii they say lychee. Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to put out some we more. Need, we need to do more of these. Some more fun polls. I'll probably put it on the uh, the Swafe Insta instead of my own Insta. Yeah, but uh, I'm on the Swafe Insta. Yeah. All right, Kate, where can people find you on the internet? I'm on Instagram at C-M-Y-K-A-Y-T-O-E at C-M-Y-K-T-O. Yoko, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at P-S-Y-O-K-O on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to follow the podcast... We're at S-W-A-Y-F podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Our website is swavepodcast.com. Our email is swavepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.